know what they say, Kimosabi? In hell, everybody loves taglines. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. You're off to a good start. <laughs> I would have just done... Dig through the ditches and fell through the witches and slam in the back of my tagline. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. Yeah, don't don't critique how I do it. I am. I'm going to critique them. I'm going to. Oh, so I get to critique you through this? No, this is your new job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some taglines. You got some? Okay. They're great. Ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to hell. Uh, yeah, some might have seen it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> That was me on my couch. <laughs> The show must go on. And on and on and on. The <laughs> show must go on. Death is the only escape. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> In this cruel world? Yeah. And my personal favorite, a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! Ah, <laughs> uh, the kiss of death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really not a not a good one to put on there. That's not enticing anyone. No. With a budget of $1.5 million, a final gross of $850,000. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> With axe deaths, throat slashes, chainsaw deaths, stabbing deaths, table leg to the head deaths, Mexican little person Hitler, sexy Dottie, and Malcolm McDowell's career in freefall... With 11 deaths in total, two scenes of nudity, with a 5.1 on IMDb, a 35 Metascore, and a 47% Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 2016's Rob Zombie Classic 31. Let's drop some bombs. about this whole dinosaurs becoming extinct thing? No! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bombs Away, the only podcast recorded in a projection booth. I'm Tyler Rowe. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... The man in the back of the trailer getting his fuck on, (laughs) Jonathan Young. All right, yeah. Yeah. Feel good? Yeah, I do. Feel weird? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it feels real weird. Yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all. (laughs) Um, For those of you that are... Long time or even short term listeners, you may be thinking because you didn't listen to shorties, which is like, what the fuck? Um, that's rude. But, uh, you may be thinking, wait, what the hell? Why is Tyler talking first and Jonathan second? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because it's my month, bitch. Yeah. Damn. That's right. We're getting serious with it. And I, and I thought I was the one in the back of the trailer who'd be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. calling you all his bitch. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes, this is Tyler Tuesdays. <laughs> yes, um, I got to choose all of the movies for this month, including our live show. Which is? January 25th at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Buckle up, because it's going to be a wild time. 
That's right, folks. Get those tickets right now at our link tree. Link.tr. Oh, link. This is why I don't do it. <laughs> Linktr.ee slash bombs away show. That's linktr.ee slash bombs away show. Right. Don't, don't worry. I got you still, homie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but tickets are, are on sale right now. They are uh, $15 and they are for a seven o'clock performance where you get the screening plus Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 live. Live. With Tyler and myself. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, stick around for that show because it's going to be nuts. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I got to choose it, so please show up. Um, so, yeah, yeah, don't show up for any of the other ones. <laughs> Thirty-one. Yeah, Rob Zombie. You know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb in the beginning here, just right out the bat. I didn't have that bad of a time with it. Yeah. Um. So let's 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 give a give. Give the people listening a bit of an explanation of why I chose this movie. Yes, please. Please do. Um, it is no secret to, again, anyone that's been listening for a long time, or to myself or Jonathan, yeah. or to the chagrin of Carly, that I am a very ashamed Rob Zombie fan. <laughs> I Fair. like his music a lot. Um, I don't know if it's just because like around Halloween I want to listen to it, <laughs> but lately I've been listening to it a lot more. I too like to listen to the same song over and over again. Damn. Hey, he's got some bangers. They make me drive like 98 before I realize I'm going too fast. Yeah. Me to the witches and birds to the just Everybody's fucking in a UFO. All right. That's 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 almost the beat. I know. It's not hard. But yeah, my favorite one uh I think that I ever uh heard of his was on the beavis and butthead soundtrack dur- during the animation segment yes and it's just like and dude honestly if he gets I'm like his- that's not how it goes probably if- but if he gets his way eventually we will get werewolf women of the ss oh which is like and that's a killer song too because that's based off of a song title as well so like i love the guy i really do um People have heard me rave about it forever, but two of my favorite movies are Devil's Rejects and House of Thousand Corpses. I just watched Three from Hell, and maybe that should have been this pick, but yeah, <laughs> that was that was a rough one. Um, I, I like all of his movies, really. Even, like even his polarizing ones. I, I'm not a big fan of the Halloweens, but um, Lords of Salem is great. Um, but yeah, I, I love the guy. I love the movies. And then also this movie happens to fit into a theme that I accidentally chose for all the movies this month, which is people being trapped in a location for about 12 hours and they have to do whatever they can to survive. Yeah, that that's everything that you picked. <laughs> you picked this, you picked House on Haunted Hill, and you picked Fun House. They're so, all the same premise. <laughs> two of them have a house in them. Three, in the all, title. All three of them have something to do with some type of amusement, like amusement park thing, which is another weird layer to it on accident. And even in our live show, it has an amusement park in it. What well. is wrong with you? I don't know. There was just such a weird subconscious thing that happened. That's No, this was all planned, wasn't it? No. Yeah. I, I wish. Yeah, okay. But yeah, let's um, let's get into it. Dive right in, Dive sir. right in. Um, This movie opens... At an incredibly high note. Um, a quote by Kafka? 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is a weird one. Um, I think I think Rob was thinking that this would make the movie seem much more philosophical than it is. Like, yeah, he's trying to be real serious. It's like, dude, as we're gonna learn, this is just you remaking Running Man. This isn't anything like. No, it's the Purge. No, it's. That other one we said in shorties as well. Hostile. Hostile. <laughs> it's the Hostile, hostile, The Purge, um, and uh, Running Man all in one movie. Okay. Which yeah. is a good, honestly, that's a good combination. I mean, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, I, I don't, it's not that bad of a movie. It's just like, its execution could have been better. Its characters could have been stronger. That's what I'm saying. So, like, not to sound like a, you know, like, oh, film type guy, but as a person who went to school for writing, the characters in this movie make me really fucking mad. Okay. <laughs> like, and we'll get to them. But starting out on a high note, we're introduced to Richard Brake's character in this film, Doomhead. Yeah. Um, we'll learn everyone has a name like that. That's a part of what's going to go down in this film. Um... And he has this fucking intense monologue. Everything that comes out of his mouth, the whole movie, is intense and poetic and monologue-y. And it's beautiful. Right. And, I don't, and I, it's upsetting because he is one of, if not the singular best thing about this film. This guy came to fuck. <laughs> yeah. And, and actually does. And he does. In the movie. But also, he, like... Jesus Christ knocks it out of the park. That's that's Ginger Lynn that he's he's smashing at that point, right? From Vice Academy? Is that really? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, she's in this movie. She's in the IMDb. That and is, I, think I think that, that was is her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> um but yeah, he We all get old folks. I'm yeah, sorry. We all I, get I old. apologize for that. <laughs> um but yeah, he's He's, it's very poetic. It's this beautiful monologue. It feels almost like a soliloquy. And he does say the line, uh, in hell, everybody loves popcorn. Which kind of makes sense. I also didn't know. Is that a saying? No. <laughs> is that just made up? Mm -mm. He wrote it. Can't you see, like, later on in that scene where he's fucking, like, it says, everybody loves popcorn in hell, like, up on the wall. Oh, does it? Uh -huh. Oh, shit, I didn't it's even notice. It's written, that. like, oh, smeared, God. like it's in blood or something. He, um, he also says some really interesting... He's like, yeah, that's gonna get you on. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that'll be a hit. That'll be on a t-shirt. Why the fuck is nobody saying it? <laughs> <laughs> Say it! Pop Say the fucking popcorn <laughs> phrase! He, um, he also talks about some stuff that's like, damn... Rob Zombie and Tim Burton need to link up because they got some shit about clowns. <laughs> like they, they got some demons to exercise. Yeah, because let me tell you, there's clowns in every single one of his movies. Yeah, like mm -hmm. yeah, every single one. <laughs> um, so it's like, man, you gotta like, you gotta figure this out. But he says, I may, you may see this grease paint made up man in front of you. You may think I'm a clown, but I ain't no fucking clown. I'm a fucking clown. <laughs> yeah, it's like. P.T. Barnum may have claimed what you think a clown is, but I'm not a fucking clown. And you're like, all right, first off, who the fuck is this guy talking to? Is he just talking to me in my theater seat? Yeah. Um, also, the scene is in black and white, and I listened to about just this scene of the director's commentary because I quickly found out that it was one of those director's commentaries where the director was going to talk the entire time. And I was like, I can't sit through this listening to him talk the whole time. But... This scene is really well shot. 
Mm-hmm. The black and white was added post, apparently, because I guess Rob was just like, oh, fuck, this would look great if it was in black and white. Yeah, every time he monologues, let's hit him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black and white. Yeah. So <laughs> he, we finally see who he's talking to, and it's a priest yep. in a chair. And he's he's basically begging for his life. Yeah, yeah, he's just sitting there just being like, oh, you don't have to do this. I'm like, ah, God, is there anything more cliche? Like, if you were caught, would you – and you just knew – this guy's doing like a I'm a kill you monologue. Yeah. And do you think he's going to let you go? Yeah, I know, right? Like, I wouldn't say shit. I'd no. just be like, dude, just like, – uh. Look honestly, at me, I'm beat to shit. Just fucking do it, man. Honestly, man, I've already seen my fill of amateur Shakespeare. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just shoot me in the head. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry that I didn't call you Joker. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me on here to make fun of me, didn't you? <laughs> no, I'm a pastor. <laughs> I wouldn't make fun of the Lord's children. That is a funny line that he says. He's like, He says some shit and he's like, um, Doomhead says, you Jesus freaks are so sensitive. It's like, I, oh my god, because he's talking, he says, I, what he's saying in response to that is that basically that two people have taken his daughter and are like raping, raping. her. Yeah. And then he's like upset and he's like, you Jesus freaks are so sensitive. It's like, uh, no, I think any rational person would be pretty upset. Jesus Christ, he's not going to want to find out what I'm doing to his wife in the other room. Yeah. God damn. This movie starts off rough, um, but he does have another, like like I said, everything Richard Brake does in this film, and he's only in the movie at this point and the end. Yeah. He bookmarks the film. Yeah. Is he has some great shit that he says to what he says. He reaches behind him, and he grabs an axe, and he says, Hey, I'm really sorry. It's been a while since <laughs> I sharpened this. I'm have to apologize <laughs> yeah. in advance for the not sharpening of the axe. <laughs> it's it's going to take a couple whacks. Yeah, <laughs> and it does, and he kills the guy. And then, boom, we're on our way. Here it is, 31, title sequence. The characters you didn't want to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this title sequence it's like Coda Chrome <laughs> it's so long yeah and it's also basically just the um Devil's Rejects title sequence where it shows them like uh, escaping from the police it's in that same vignette it's like footage I tell you what by the end of this movie when that van pulled up I almost thought it was just going to be the Firefly Squad <laughs> it's her versus yeah. herself <laughs> Yeah, because like that would have been better than three from L. I guess so. I almost thought like fucking Leatherface was pulling out of that van. <laughs> no, no. By the end, I know we're skipping right to the end right now, but literally when that van pulled up, I was like, "Is this just the start of Texas Chainsaw?" It's just a group of kids <laughs> yeah. on their way. Oh my god! They're like, "Hey, that lady seemed like she needed help. Oh, we'll pick up the next hitchhiker." The, the, okay, so you kind of like you kind of hit on something about this movie that's really interesting is that this has the same problem that a lot of almost all of his films do which is is it said in the 70s is it though it never says no it does in this oh does it okay yeah. cuz in in so you just missed the title card because okay that's right it says october 31st, 31st 1976 6 yes yeah. but which which i i wrote my next note i go i swear to fucking god if that's why it's called 31 <laughs> listen uh, not I, I love my wife so much. I'm like, is this just 
another it's it's Halloween it's three. Just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it's just a different movie. I mean, it is Halloween 3, technically. Takes place on Halloween. Doesn't have Michael Myers. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Where's Tom Atkins? No, I... I Where's I, the robots? I love Carly so much, but I, we sit down and she goes, So why is this movie titled 31? And I was like, Oh my god, we're please just watch the movie. <laughs> she was asking me so many questions throughout. I was like, We're watching the same movie. This is why you never tell your lady that you've seen a movie before them. I've seen this movie four times. Now. I know, but like I know. you you don't. Like if 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 literally one day I run into a girl and she's like, I've never seen Back to the Future, I'm gonna be like, You haven't seen Back to the Future? Me either. Let's watch it together. <laughs> so they don't ask questions. Yeah. No, but then they will ask questions and you can't answer them. I know. Or they'll say something stupid and you'll get real frustrated. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, we're watching the same movie. Please, just You're chill. Like, this all makes sense when he explains it. He's his father. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're introduced to our characters and they have, again, like, uh, in the universe of <sighs> Rob so Zombie confused, films. used but Like, why does everybody have to be a Filth ball. White, white trash. Yeah. I guess, you know, it is the saying, write what you know, but like, yeah, holy I, shit, everyone is trashy in this movie. Is it that, or, you know what, no, no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. No, no, because it makes it, it, you know what, we have fans all across the country, <laughs> and I didn't want to say that, are we just in a bubble of not trash? <laughs> No, there's plenty of trash around us. We just yeah. don't acknowledge it, sadly. But no, everything that he does, every character is trash. He's like, hey, what if, uh, what if Michael Myers was like white trash? <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, there you go. What if his mom was a stripper? Yeah. My yeah. wife is hot as fuck. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Rob, but I could not figure out what they, I was like, are these guys pornographers? Well, they do. They okay. Big- on the side of their van, it does say what they are. They are a. They they make comments. We'll t- we'll talk about, in this scene. Actually, they make comments. About, but it's confusing. Well, because uh, they're talking about a show, but putting on an act. But it seems like a sex act. And I'm like, yeah. are they pornographers? Are they in the porno business? Are they because they're also talking about like certain girls, and they're like, she's not ready yet. I'm like, what for? Like fucking okay. So like prostitution. Let me explain like, this. What? Okay. So first off. Um, there's a Confederate flag on the back of the RV seat, which is really upsetting because there's, uh, there's yeah. two black people in this. Yeah. One of them happens to be Jamaican, which has no fucking, just because he smokes no weed, bearing. I guess. No goddamn bearing on this story whatsoever, but he's going to sell his friends weed. Yes, and Sherry Moon Zombie also does a Jamaican accent in it. That's terrible. But here's the thing. Just for fun, though. like Yeah, but it's bad. No, don't make, be- I mean, those who are not going to see it aren't going to be, I don't want people oh, to be just no, be like, the whole movie. The whole movie. <laughs> She's like, I'm a Jamaican man. I'm number five, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's Irie, man. Hey, I'm a fucking you, a Nazi midget. Uh, that's, that's Italian. Italian. <laughs> what is wrong with me? So, as they explain, we have our characters, we have, that was weird. <laughs> Sherry, Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah. We have, um, Oh god, I have their names written down. Yo, Charlie, Sherry, Sherry Moon looking hot. She looks good in this. Hot. That vegan diet. Um, you got Sherry Moon, who is Charlie. Look at these. Oh my god. <laughs> Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. <laughs> That's one of my favorite hot. scenes in that movie. Was she walking around with the top of her butt crack out the whole time. I know. I know. And how does he do it so well? 
Okay, you haven't seen Lords of Salem because she gets out of bed fully bottomless in that movie. No way. You just see her butt, but yeah. And it's again that same thing of like, Rob, we get it. Fuck, your wife's hot, okay? <laughs> God yeah. damn. Yeah, but she's like, she's like white trash hot. That's like liking Dexter. <laughs> You're not supposed to like it, but you do. <laughs> so we have Sherry Moon Zombie. She's, her character's name is Charlie. We have the Rasta man, who I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna learn his name. No, I don't know any of their names we until, until I got to the end. We have Panda. Okay, which one's Panda? The other black guy. The, the we'll one that's, to, the one that's, he's fucking. in the back fucking right fucking. now. He's eating ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Meg Foster. Yes, Evelyn. Evelyn, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, which, okay, I'm sorry. Like, that's another one where I'm like, Age was not kind to poor Meg Foster. She did get she, but, but those killer always, eyes, man. Those she got are, alien eyes. And she's in a, okay. So here's the other thing with Rob Zombie. She's in Lords of Salem too. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with with Rob Zombie or with like with like a director like Tarantino. Well, Rob Zombie he, always wants to get like B movie actresses and stuff. Well, what I'm saying is like Tarantino likes to work with the same people, right? And but he doesn't work with the same people every single movie, right? So it feels fresh when they show back sure. up. Sure. This movie, Rob Zombie is literally like, yeah, hey, all I require is that you were in at least one of my films before. Mm-hmm. Because, um, obviously Meg Foster is in Lords of Salem. Obviously Sherry Moon is in almost every single one of his movies. Um, Roscoe mm-hmm. is in, uh, Three from Hell. Um, uh, Malcolm McDowell is obviously in, uh, Halloween. It's just like, it's a plethora of people who he's already worked with in this movie. I, um, uh... I need some advice. It's me, Rob Zombie. Um, uh, Mr. Apatow, uh, what, what would you suggest when it comes to casting? Step one, make everyone an asshole. <laughs> Step two, make them fat and un- unlikable at the first time you see them. You mean the, the <laughs> guy driving the RV? No, I'm, I'm talking about in a Judd Apatow movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the guy, Step three, make the girl completely unobtainable, but yet he will get her by the end. God. So This is 40. To, to capitalize... And all films. Oh, God, yeah. I do like a Judd Apatow film I occasionally. I know, same <laughs> yeah, concept know. as Rob Zombie is just like, hey, let's let's get the same people, and it's like a Brat Pack situation. Yeah, and they're all white. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Except Rob Zombie. Yeah. No, so just because I haven't really touched on how poorly written this film is, I just want to highlight one line. Charlie, Sherry Moon Zombie, tells the driver of the RV... You're out of gas. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he taps the gauge and it dips down to empty. And he proceeds to say, suck my motherfucking balls. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, he did say that. All right, dude. All right. Okay. <laughs> so they go to get gas. They're explaining in the car that they're trying to do a man from Borneo act with a, gor- a man in a gorilla costume. Right. Meg Foster explains that they can't use Charlie in the show. Because she is their best, basically, hustler at the carnival. She draws people in to get scammed, is basically what's going on here. And then what? All the girls there. And then he, what, has, like, a gorilla mask dick sucking off? No, 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 no. The show is a man from Borneo show. Do you know what a man from Borneo show is? I guess not. It's, it's always, it's, it's been a freak show staple forever. What it is, is you get a man, and, and it's terrible because it has a very racist history. It was typically just, like, a black guy. You say, this is a man from the jungles. Okay, okay. And they take a girl. Uh-huh. And it's just a show of that. That's all it is. 
But as time went on and it changed because that Wait, wasn't okay. So you're telling me the act was like, look at this man from the jungle, and then they'd plant a girl in the audience and, and he'd he takes steal a white her? woman. Yes. And then people were just like, oh! Yes. <laughs> but then as time went on, it became a gorilla. her that good dick! A gorilla show where someone would dress up as a gorilla Instead. in a cage, and then people could come up and you'd be like, it's a real gorilla. And it's like, that's a man right. in a mask, and they beat the shit out of you. I've seen trading places. Yeah. So, um, they go to the gap. Or, Merry New Year, guys. Merry New Year. <laughs> uh, Panda's in the back fucking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some, some big booty bitches. But she's not even that big. I don't get it. Nah. Roscoe comes in and goes, that's a whole lot of woman. And yeah. It's like, she's really not. It's <laughs> like, that's a fucked up comment, you asshole. <laughs> so they go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry Moon Zombie proceeds uh, to rub herself for okay, an old man. Hold on. Hold And this on. is another guy that's in a Rob Zombie movie. Okay. This gas station attendant is just like, they're like, hey, uh, you gonna pump the gas? And he's just like, can you fucking read? I love this guy. <laughs> right? He's like, like, or are you, y'all still using sign language? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he's flipping them off. Yeah. And, and, and then, like, I thought that Sherry Moon was gonna, like, come out and what she was doing to him was to like get free gas or something no, she but doesn't no fuck with him she just comes down this guy's like like you know like on his deathbed two, two tooth uh overall oscar gosh looking motherfucker comes out like meh right and she comes down and proceeds to grind up on him and then like actually hand to dick Rub his his crotch until he comes actually because it shows him like being like oh <laughs> I know he's like ah, meh, meh, right and she's like yeah you want more of that don't you he's like you know what do <laughs> it's it's awful and yeah. again to play on the whole like but for what reason did I don't and they're know. like <laughs> good old Sherry Moon messing with the locals yeah right? and I'm like what. It's upsetting. This, it, this is just what Sherry Moon does on her off time. I guess. Rob's like, God, Sherry. You're so hot. Stop <laughs> rubbing other cast members' dicks. Old guys. <laughs> um, to which uh, our next weird interaction with a character comes up. Um, E.G. Daily. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Have you ever thought, what if Dottie was gross? <laughs> because <laughs> she shows up and starts flirting with roscoe and she's like you guys going hunting and it's still the eg daily voice because i know that's her voice but all i can if i close my eyes all i can hear is tommy pickles being like fuck me <laughs> roscoe will ask you something <laughs> i want to know if you go with me to the drive-in i'm a loner Dottie. <laughs> A rebel. <laughs> Kill you! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's, um... It's odd. What the fuck? It's an odd casting choice. Because, okay, I know E.G. Daly um, from not only Pee Wee, right? But I do remember... Do, do you remember a movie called Dutch? It's actually 30 years old this year. No, I don't. Right? It's got, um... Uh... uh who is the the dad from Married with Children? Ed, Ed um, Ed, Ed O'Neill. Yes, thank you. Is that his? Yep, yeah. Ed O'Neill, the dad from Modern Family, the 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 grandpa, grandpa from Modern Family, and of course, uh, you know, in Married with yeah. Children, right? He is this stepfather who goes and picks up this child from like a boarding school, and this child's a piece of shit, 
right? And he picks up the child and says, hey, look, um, the kid didn't want to come home. The mom really wants him to come home. And he's like, I'm here to pick you up, and we're going to drive across the country to go back home for Thanksgiving, right? And they try to bond the whole way, and he's a piece of shit the whole way. It's, uh, it's, 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 I think it's a John Hughes movie. It actually. is. It's written by John Hughes. Yeah. And uh, so she's in that. Uh, halfway through the movie, of course, because the kid is shitty and he sabotages the car and stuff like that, they need to start bumming rides. So they get a ride from E.G. Daly and her other friend, and they wind up playing prostitutes, right? Another – like, and she's really prostitute in it. Well, so that's like – That's funny that you say that because it is this weird, like, E.G. Daly needed to shed something about her because another another person from another Rob Zombie movie – E.G. Daly is in Devil's Rejects mm-hmm. as one of the people at that, like, bunny ranch. Yes. Yes. And she says some gross shit. She's like, that. I'm just going to go hard. Yeah, she's like, they're like, uh, uh, right? and you're like, E.G., stop, I can hear Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, fuck Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck you, you redheaded bitch. So this is something Chucky. that she does. <laughs> this is... One of the things in this movie that's like, okay, maybe this movie's a little smarter than I think it is, is she asks, are y'all going hunting? Right. And Roscoe's like, no, basically. He's like, we're not going hunting. We're just traveling to this place. She goes, oh. He's like, why are you asking if we're going hunting? She's like, oh, nothing. A lot of people come up here for hunting. She's literally Interesting. asking. I never – you bringing up this conversation, I'm now thinking of the consequences of that question. She's literally asking if they have any guns in the car. She is – because she asks later. She says, oh, what? You guys don't have any guns? You don't go hunting? And he goes, oh, other than this one shotgun, but we really only use that to scare uh, people away. See, I thought I thought it, it – it, okay, I was thinking deeper than that. I was thinking that she was questioning them if whether or not that they were up there for the same reason she was as hunters. You know, okay, so I, it's 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 that they were – and also – so they were. They were asking if they were up there hunting. And then they, they said no, right? So there's that. But there's also, because she asks, after they say no, we're not hunting, she asks them, well, what, you guys aren't going to go hunting? You don't have any guns? Basically right. is what she asked. To, 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 to see if for the, what for the happens trap later, later yeah, yeah. if they're going to get attacked. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, we only have this one, but it barely works is basically what he says. And she's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, they literally just got got right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... They drive a little further down the road, and they get House of a Thousand Corpsed, because <laughs> it's literally like the same scene. It is. They pull up. There's a blockade of scarecrows. You have a um, you have a weird thing that happens uh before this, where the two black guys are in the like the restroom. Oh my god, he's taking a shit and he's singing he's, Santa Claus. He's a black man, man and then like, it's, it's punctuated by. I don't care what the white men say. Santa Claus is a black man. Bloop. It's gross. <laughs> it reminds me of Friday when Craig's in the bathroom with his dad. <laughs> Get over here, Craig. Hey, yo, Craig. <laughs> yeah. This is also where you get the sucky, 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 yeah, fucky, fucky, When Meg fucky. is teaching them how to get men into the carnival. Yeah, it's juicy, gross. juicy, juicy. I hate it. It's money, not, money, money. It's not even gross for any other reason than it's just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and because, again, 
I'm like, that's what she needed to teach you? But also, I feel like everybody knows that. The problem is, right? <laughs> that's what I say to get people to go to the shows. Sucky, 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 fucky, 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 juicy, 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 money, money, money. Works every time, guys. Sold out shows. Yeah, but it's like, it's again, it's the problem with a lot of, of, of Rob Zombie's movies. You sit there and you go, I'm supposed to be rooting for these people? <laughs> yeah. Just like, these are shitheads. Yeah. Like, none of these people ever have a moment where you're like, yeah, these are good people. No. The only person really is that older guy Panda. Well, because they <laughs> never give you, they never give you a baseline. They, they gave you, the first people that were victims were, were full on pastors. Yeah, they were a church group. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I have no baseline. They're the, the, golden children yeah right now you get white trash and they're pieces of shit they're scam artists yeah he literally roscoe literally says the reason why he wants to do the gorilla show is because he doesn't want to for the rest of his life have to be pulling a kid's chewed up arm out of the tilt world <laughs> he's like holy what shit is he, what are they scamming by they're the... just making a shitty carnival okay i got scammed by a carny once really Have i ever told you the story really i was at the at the alameda county fair and Carly and I had like really just started dating. I think it was the first summer we were together. And that, you know, that game where you throw the darts at the balloons? Mm-hmm. Lady came up and she said, Here, how about you throw a dart? And I said, Okay. And I threw a dart and I popped the balloon. She's like, Go, throw a dart, throw another dart, keep throwing until you miss. So, okay. Kept throwing, kept throwing, kept throwing. She's like, There you go. You just won the big prize. Pulled it down. She's like, That's $32. For every dart that you threw? Yes. And I was like, You son of a bitch. I was, what was I going to do? Be like, No. And get like, thrown out of the carnival well like how did you wind up getting the big one i popped enough balloons consecutively oh just consecutively and that's how i never missed once (laughs) i was just like you got god that's what i'm saying you got god (laughs) (laughs) i got god on it (laughs) (laughs) boom 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 (laughs) boom 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 so yes it's it's (laughs) keep throwing until you miss (laughs) There was a girl who threw darts until she won this dog. That's what I won. Some shitty dog that fell apart. I hope you two have a long and prosperous marriage. <laughs> Just because you said that, carny lady, we're getting divorced. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so, I got God on it. <laughs> You know, there is carnies at the boardwalk, (laughs) so it fits it well. (laughs) Um, So, yes, there's a blockade in the road. It's a bunch of scarecrows. Mm -hmm. They make Roscoe get out because literally the other guy is too fat to get out of the truck (laughs) is basically what they say. He goes out there with the girl that he's who, who keeps talking. And again, asshole characters. She keeps being like. What's the wild man show? And he's like, can okay. you shut the fuck and up? And this is why I was so confused as to, like, who they were. Because this girl and what they're talking about comes off as, like, dumb porn star. Yeah. Right? But, but, Especially because she's like, I'll take that monkey dick. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, are you literally, like, on, on like, on deck for, like, the casting couch? It's bang bus. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Where they're like... No, we're gonna we're gonna bang Sherry Moon today. You're not on the roster for this one. But it's like, yeah, it's very odd because it's just like this guy Roscoe is such an asshole. Yeah, he's literally every time she said something, he's like, "Can you just shut the fuck up for one minute?" It's like, I don't like any of these people. No, he goes outside. They look at the scarecrows. Rasta man goes out with them too, and he says some like, "It's like dog, 
what the fuck? Why'd you have to make this character a racist caricature? They say, what the fuck are these? Very clearly, they're fucking scarecrows. And he goes, it's voodoo, man. It's like, mm. you out of your mind. He's Jamaican. <laughs> it's okay. So then they get ambushed by the Aquabats. I thought that- <laughs> I was going to say it was Hamburglar's Putty Squad. <laughs> yeah. It's a combination of them, man. <laughs> they're they're literally wearing Aquabats masks. <laughs> they're coming out playing Ska from like afar. There's like, they're like, the ambush would have worked, but I started playing the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, um... Three uh, people who you didn't even know their names or didn't give a shit about die right here. More than three, right? No, it's it's the big fat guy. Uh huh. It's the girl that was getting fucked, right? And it's the other girl. Okay, so all those right. Three, and then the rest of Why them. Does it seem like it's more? Because it's because they keep seeing because they keep showing the same bodies. I yes. think the same slit throats and over Carly and over got, again. Carly gets got God. She hates Rob Zombie. Sorry, this is a bit of like a a preview to what did Carly think, but she hates his movies, and she's like, I fucking hate when he does this. When it's like when they're getting attacked, every time they get attacked, it like pauses. No, oh, no, oh um, what happened? Every transition in this movie is like I'm watching Creep Show. Star Wars. <laughs> no, All these weird like, fades. Like it'll pause and then it'll pan down into a completely different yeah. frame yeah. that's animated, like it's that fucking remake of the Warriors, <laughs> and then slides over to a new live scene. It's weird. Yeah, man. It's because there's no emotional depth. <laughs> so every time someone dies, they show you like a, a home video clip of them having fun with that person and it's like i don't give a fuck yeah the fucking crypt keepers there <laughs> blowing in the wind brom, brom. yeah right <laughs> tom atkins is there la, 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 la. i wish yeah because everything does a creep show like yeah it's really wide and that's the um that is actually the show the transition of time i noticed yeah it is because what happens between um midget zombie that we'll get to uh, not not midget zombie midget nazi yeah right and then after when it's it's supper time well and that's a weird time a transition huge too. time transition that only works because of these weird transitional fades well like and that. also because the entire time malcolm mcdowell's reminding you how much time is left yeah. so you're not like wait how long did that take so they wake up they've been kidnapped yep they're chained up and Here's Malcolm McDowell and two older ladies who one of them is also in Lords of Salem. And they're just like reenacting that 1776 like episode of Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got big powdered wigs and like the little yeah. ro- the little rosy cheeks. Right. And basically what they are, he looks like they they look like the French Revolution like the uh Mel Brooks from like the History of the World. Oh god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's good to be the king. They're playing a game. Yep. Called 31. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Has nothing to do with 31 people, 31 this. It literally has to do with the fact that it's on Halloween night. And that's the only time they do it? Yes. I think. Once a year, uh-huh. 12 hours Yep. to escape an arena, running man style. How much of that did you piece together from your own mind versus what was told or shown to us? Um, I pieced that together for what they say. But it's not right now. It's literally through the whole movie. Right. It's explained that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you still aren't really given any clue as to who these three fompish people are. No, no, you don't end. know who they are at all. You, you are only given the information that they are indeed rich by... Um, by them betting. Uh, no, but 
also in the in the beginning monologue because I happened to watch the beginning monologue twice now. Oh, okay. And uh, the beginning monologue goes, "I'm paid. Uh, That's I'm paid right. heavily by yeah. people. You know, I'm paid to do what I do." You know, by some extremely people with deep pockets kind of stuff. But they are betting as well with each other. Mm-hmm. So they're making money off of this as well. So basically, I don't know what they're betting. I don't know. What are they betting? Because there's odds. They're betting like Wishmaster jewels? But here's the thing. is, like, <laughs> I don't know. So, they, so what they do is everyone gets odds. It's the gin. And I'm sorry I don't pay attention to what odds are given to everyone, but everyone's given pretty bad odds for surviving. The only person who gets good odds is Roscoe gets 100 to 1. Somebody gets uh, like double digits at one point. Oh, Somebody down at the bottom. Down to double As it digits. goes, yes, it is. It's Cherry Moon Zombie. She gets. I think she's like ninety to one or something. Yes, but it's like as it starts, it's like Roscoe gets like one hundred. He's the highest ranked, and then Meg Foster gets like six hundred to one or a thousand to one or something like that. It's pretty fucked up. But then they say we have some heads coming out, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" The first time I saw this, and that's what the name of the hunters are. They all are blank head. Blank head, right? So in walks our first killer, and he makes the electricity guy from Running Man look fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) This is weird. This is... Okay, here's the thing. All right. The way they do this, and, and I see what you're saying, Running Man, right? But I just... I'm watching it, and I'm going... Why this is not the kind of movie in which you introduce like new villains as like I don't know you defeat a villain like Running Man, right? This is a movie where you introduce them all in the beginning and then like you keep spinning a wheel or something and they come. That would be interesting. Yeah, because I'm just like you just turn them loose on this this character on them. Yeah. And then if they do or do not make it to the next like how do you determine what's the next round where do they go like there's so much unexplained and very much like running man well here's the interesting thing though is that like you think about this right all of them have participated before they all say things about how they've participated before which means they all have like they're like oh well oh doomhead has a 100 percent clearance rate yeah, so do all these other people because they're fucking still alive. Exactly. That was the same thing about like we're uh, on Running Man where they're like, haha, last night's uh, or last year's top stalker. You know, I'm like, you either kill or you don't. Like, I just don't yeah. understand it. Like, you're either a winner or you're a loser because you're dead or alive. Unless, it's very black and white. Unless you just survive. I guess. Unless you don't kill everyone and someone gets and away. Somebody runs away. But because we don't know the size of this campus. At least in Running Man, we had it's huge. It's we, a, it's we like knew a, it was a couple blocks. It's like a plant, like it's a it's a like a, a chemical plant because they show right? it later when she in well, a weird spoilers. shot, like an upshot to yeah. the stars that makes it look like you're on a spaceship. Yeah, it's weird. That was really weird, especially because two or three scenes before that, you had a weird dream sequence where two people that had already died came back and was like, "We're fucking aliens." Machete runs in space. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. That part was weird and unnecessary. That whole dream sequence is weird and unnecessary. So we're introduced to our, getting angry. our first head. Uh-huh. Sick head. And Rob Zombie, dog, what the fuck? Just say you love Nazis, bro. Mexican? Little person? Hitler? Oh, I was saying midget. Yeah, you were saying midget. I'm going to say that I'm not taking it back. 
<laughs> Mexican little person Hitler. Yeah. He literally has, first off, they're all clowns. All the people they fight. They're all clowns. Yeah, they all have to he wear some a... sort of white face makeup. They don't have to wear anything else. He has a red nose. Yeah. He has a little painted red nose. Yep. He has a Hitler mustache, mm-hmm. the Hitler hair, and a swastika on his chest. Yeah. Weird. With like, yeah, and he, he he's not wearing a shirt. He's he's uh, wearing suspenders. Just suspenders. Yeah, it's it's odd. It's and, extremely and, odd. And he has two SS daggers. That's right. You can only get them if you knew a Nazi. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I was, I'm the Nazi. <laughs> I, was, I was like, why did you point to yourself? Well, we learned later. You're yet, like, I have a couple. He has a Hitler shrine. Which is weird as well. That got so deep. That's the only character who got any, like, development for who he was. It doesn't make any sense, though. Like, because uh, that's that kind of thing. Yes, I get it. There's imagery in this movie to shock that will not be explained, right? But then why go the... Like, him being a little person that is also... A, a Nazi, but also speaks Span- Spanish. Okay. And I just want to preface this really quick. I'm not just saying Mexican because he is Hispanic. I'm saying he is Mexican. He's a Mexican actor, and he is speaking Spanish this entire time. Right. And there's no, there's no past that. And that would be fine if that's all you got to see. But now you get to see this entire shrine, too, and you're like... This guy, like, what? He lives here? He worships here? What is happening? Also, he's in Three from Hell. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so basically they're set loose. And they're actually separated from each other. Yes. Um, and they're all given... But not very far, no, I guess. because Roscoe and the Rasta guy find each other, like, instantly. Everybody does. And they're all given a weapon of some sort. It's really just a blunt weapon. Yeah. I think Sherry Moon Zombie has a metal baseball bat. Meg... Foster has a wooden table leg with nails sticking out of it, which is my fucking favorite type what, of weapon. Um, what what type of uh? By the way, speaking of uh, him speaking Spanish, what uh, what type of way did you watch this movie? Like, uh, Blu-ray or on on streaming? I watched it. Oh, um, this was released exclusively to Shutter at first, so okay. I saw this. On, I watched this on Shutter each time. Even this time? Even this time. Uh, was what he was saying translated? I didn't turn on subtitles for this movie. Oh, I mean, it would come up if it needed it's not, to be. It's not translated at all. He just speaks Spanish. Okay. Okay. So that – because that was where I was curious because uh, – Did it not translate it for you? I got a um, less than legal copy and usually those uh, – subtitles on Blu-rays that are, are ripped, yeah. right, don't imprint because the Blu-ray – you choose what language track, and it'll just Im- sometimes they do overlay. You got to go on VLC and click subtitles, and sometimes there's a subtitle track attached to the video. Ah, but you can't watch movies with subtitles because you can't read and watch at That's the same right. time. But did it translate it? No. Okay. Yeah. No. So I'm thinking. I think the reason, and I think it's for the the horror of it. You as uh, have mostly, no idea what he's saying. Mostly American audience have no yeah. idea what this guy's saying. Have no idea what Deathhead is saying or later either. Oh, when he's speaking German. Yeah. Yeah. Which right? is weird because it's like this movie just loves German. Big German guy <laughs> speaking German. Little Nazi Hitler speaking Spanish. So they're let out, and um, Sherry Moon, or or. Panda, the, yeah. uh, the black guy that was having sex, he comes across um, little Hitler, sickhead, yep. and he's like, hey, number four always dies first. See you in a bit. 
and he's wearing a rabbit head and he's like behind That's a, right. he's behind a cage he's like let me out and he's like I'll see you later he now here's the thing we've been talking all this shit about sick head but you know what the heads in this movie with the exception of E.G. Daly and her weird Frankenstein's monster guy are really fucking funny and cool I There's, like them okay this is why I have a problem with whatever reason they had for just doing away with three characters like they were before they even introduced the game of 31 the killing of three people in that rv like one why why were they well why were they even there yeah yeah uh yeah they're they're not important to the story whatsoever it was just to show the brutality right off the bat i guess you could have done that with just one person dying. But I think but, they do mention later that some a group of people, it was five people that were killed. Right, probably the rule is five. Yes. But still, I just, I'm over here being like, that's an opportunity for three more kills within the game. And probably because of that, the introduction of more. I want more. They keep talking about these other heads that we didn't get to see. I do like that scene where he's like, no, too pre- unpredictable. I do really like that because it's like, that it, it's interesting because there is so much thought going into what they are doing. Yeah, because what they're doing, that's why I said that it's like the Purge because it's what they're doing in Purge Anarchy where a bunch of rich people literally yes, just hunted just, down yep. like five or six people in a room where they couldn't see them, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's There's, where... That's, and that's one of the reasons why this movie is so... Not bad to me. However, we I'll talk about something in a second after I say this. Is that... So much is left behind. It's not as smart as it thinks it wants to be. And it, it, and it, but holds, it could be. And it holds a lot back for some reason. Now here's that some reason. This movie had a fucking hellacious time being made, being, and being distributed afterwards. That's I believe why it. it released exclusively to Shudder at first. Because every single time he sent this movie for MPAA review, it came back as an NC-17. Mm-hmm. And those of you that are listening that don't know, mainstream theaters... That's a death kiss, man. ...will not show NC-17 films. You'd have to play at somewhere like the Frida or a, a, an independent theater, and you don't make any money that way. Mm-hmm. This movie Wasn't had... Wasn't there one that uh, in Lars von Trier one came out last year? Oh, the house that Jack built? Yeah. Yeah, and that movie's fucked up. Yeah. And it had to show at a bunch of weird theaters because... It couldn't get a mainstream release. And there was even controversy about it being shown here unrated. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie's unrated, but there's still a lot missing, apparently. Um, I I think what ended up happening, and and like I said, I do really like Rob Zombie. I like his movies a lot for their flaws. I feel bad for the guy. They're entertaining to watch. Because with this movie, the big problem was people kept telling him, Rob, you can't do that. You can't keep doing this because we're not going to. So he had to hold back. Yeah. Three from Hell is so bad because fucking Sid Haig like got incredibly sick after as soon as they started writing and he had to write a brand new character into the screenplay. It's just like the dude is good. He's passionate. I like his movies, but this one really leaves a lot more to be asked for. I would appreciate a sequel that will never happen. Thirty (laughs) two. November 1st. It's just called one. (laughs) Yeah. Eleven one. (laughs) No. So. Um, Sickhead kind of terrorizes everyone. He goes back. Um, he goes to attack Sherry Moon, to which, or or he's gone. Sherry Moon finds Panda. Well, no, because like Sherry, he he stabs Panda, 
right? Let's like start a bunch. Ble- yeah, let's just start bleeding out, right? And then Sherry Moon comes to try to save him, and he winds up backing her into a hallway. And oh my god, this is the dumbest shit. He's literally <laughs> speaking Spanish to her, and she's speaking Spanish back. Right? They're like fighting in Spanish he- as like, but he's still. At her, and she's on the defensive yeah. for some reason. And it's like, listen, I'm not she's trying. She's got a giant axe club thing. I'm not trying to be offensive, but you got an advantage here. <laughs> <laughs> a bit. Yeah. It's like, you've got a little bit of advantage here. You could, you have the high ground. <laughs> it's over, Anakin! <laughs> uh, I hate you! I hate you! <laughs> You were my brother, little person, midget. You were my Nazi, Anakin! <laughs> but he backs her up and then closes a gate behind her, and she's like, fuck. Yeah, and he's like, I liked it. He's like, all right, I'm going to go kill your friend. <laughs> and yeah, just like, and then I'm going to come for you. Yeah, and I that's like the thing. That. He has so much charisma. Yeah. He's so cocky. Like the scene where you see him with that rabbit head on, and he's just like, da, 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 da. so funny, because it's just like. It is a lot of fun. You know what? You know what they say? What? Do something you're lo- you love. Never work a day in your life. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever ex- experience it, but I've heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes back, mm-hmm. and he, he he goes back to Panda, and Panda's just like, "Just fucking kill me, man! Yeah. Like, just do it already." And then he like dies for the camera, and then they cut over to something else. He does not kill him, actually. No, he doesn't, and I don't know why. I don't know why either. Is it because four always dies first, and he, he didn't is want number to be four. right? But he didn't want it, it to be predictable. What? But like it cuts over, and now I forget what it cuts to though. But I just know it's, that it's Meg Foster and it's it's Meg Foster and Sherry Moon Zombie together. With okay, each other. they find each other. Yes, and she says, "Where's Panda?" And Sherry Moon says, "He's fucking dead. They killed him." Right? Right. So then Sickhead shows back up, to which, man, he gets dispatched quick after this point. Yeah. They beat the shit out of him. Meg Foster clubs him in the back of the head with, with the fucking... With, like, a table leg with, with a nail. nail. Yeah, right? It. It's, it's just, like, right in the back of his head, and he's like... Ugh. And then Sherry Moon Zombie proceeds to take his Nazi daggers and just stab Stab the him. shit, and he's like... Just... <laughs> Constantly. As she's killing him. Stab, 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 stab. And I'm like, I get it. He's dead. Yeah, that's fine. You're having a psychological breakdown at the same time as you're murdering your murderers. I get it. It's cool. So they go back and they find Panda's body. And they are like, oh, boo-hoo, he's dead. We're going to get those guys, right? Yeah. Then they announce. Then they just, like, they announce how much time is left. Okay, but also, like... Panda bleeding out and shaking to death like that. I'm like, is that like, like, cause it's Rob Zombie? Is that like the real way that it, when you bleed out? It was his dookie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that too. What if he was just like, I love you, Sarah Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the white men say. I have something to tell you. Ray, I have something. <laughs> <laughs> He was probably force sensitive. <laughs> Release the Abrams cut. <laughs> so, oh man, they are presented with a dinner. Now, here's where what you were talking about gets real fucking confusing because it feels like five minutes has passed. Yep, 
They're presented with a dinner. Like Malcolm McDowell's over the radio being like, uh, you're in for a long night. You might as well eat up. Yeah. <laughs> And, <laughs> and, and they're all like, no, that's fucking poison. Yeah, right? Roscoe says, yeah, I'm gonna eat this shit laced with poison. What would you do? What would you do? Okay? Because this is one of two major psychological things in this movie that, that made me go, maybe this movie is better that's than the thing, I thought. Is, it is, as time goes on, as you and I talk about it, because I've never been able to talk to anyone about this movie, other than Carly saw it for the first time, she's like, fucking hate it and went to bed, <laughs> um, is, this is psychologically like. Oh, what would shit. you do? Because because it could be your last meal. As listen, okay. I'm in this so wait, situation. Let's, let's set it up for everybody listening. They okay? get up to this big dining room table. They uh, meanwhile everything that you we're talking about, guys, that they're in is very like just a torn apart like factory and uh, but also a theater. <laughs> yeah, it's like Freddy's house if it like had additions. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it, but so they're presented with a very regal beautiful set table like in like a dimly lit like frozen forest or yeah something. it's very like interesting. It's weird it's like an enchanted looking forest however let's set one thing that may change your mind you're presented with this dinner roscoe says yeah i'm gonna eat some food laced with rat poison right to which meg foster says they're not gonna poison us we're in their game right they they want to watch they want to watch survive. us survive that right there i would probably eat correct when she says that, I think I'd be at the same rate, right? But here they are; they're sitting down, and then and then uh, Sherry Moon has a, a very valid point. She's like, because there's no silverware. She's like, I don't want to eat with my hands because I have your brother, our friend's blood, all over my hands. Yeah, right. And he's like, Yeah, the fucking fair, but I gotta fucking survive. I'm starving, and right? he starts like. Whoa. To yeah. which she like slam, she like does something to basically push the tablecloth up. Uh huh. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen this film, go ahead and jot in your head if you would have eaten. Mm hmm. All right, you got it? Then I want you to pause and I'm going to put it in your copy of Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> they move the tablecloth, and lo and behold, somehow they're eating panda? Boom, 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 boom. And they're like, Oh my god, stop fucking eating. It's panda. <laughs> to which man's just like, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> it's a rather sensitive subject. Another slice, anyone? So, <laughs> and then this is when, like, it cuts to Malcolm McDowell and, and the two ladies with him, like, busting up because they're eating. And it is funny because it's like, damn, they got you. <laughs> um, and then it does that weird cut thing again where it's like, whoa. And then Roscoe's. I got got on it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It's. Him. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yes, to which it changes, and Roscoe is just like yakking, and it's like, that's the worst thing you could do, honestly. Your brother taste. <laughs> Chewy. <laughs> and delicious. God. Boom, so then. Boom. boom. Again, they're like, now a readjustment of the odds. Yep. And they give everyone new odds. Um, <laughs> and people were, like, one of them, I think Roscoe's, like, here's his, is like 600 to 1. He's like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, he's actually, like, playing. It's like, shit, I thought it was going to get better. Yeah. So they say, we're going to introduce you to the next heads. Okay, love these heads. These guys are sick as fuck. I thought this was Bill Mosley. However, they're a, uh, a little rapey. <laughs> 
A little? A lot of raping. <laughs> they have a human sex doll, sir. Yeah, they do, and that's pretty fucked up. A this human blow-up doll. Again, that's another thing that I want to touch on in this movie, is that, like, you know... <laughs> If you're sensitive about a lot of this stuff, do not watch this movie. Right. It insinuates a lot of really fucked up hardcore stuff. How and it's can like, you? Okay, but how can you go into a movie uh, and and hearing you're going to be watching a Rob Zombie movie and not know at this point in your life? Because <laughs> not one of Rob Zombie's movies has had a rape since this till until this one. <laughs> okay. Like, no jokes about it. No like trying to take light of it. This is the first, and it kind of is like they don't, but they don't rape anybody in this film. It's suggested, and they say that it's they're going to do it. Suggested. Okay. That that. That title still goes to the Hills Have Eyes remake. I know, I know. But Oof. I'm saying, Oof. I'm saying is that this movie, does, it gets dark as fuck. Oh, and for sure. To its benefit and to its chagrin, I don't think you need to add that to your movie because that's a terrible thing regardless. But it does make these bad guys actually really bad. I mean, oh, so the Nazi wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was bad too. But, dum, dum, dum. so they introduce <laughs> Schizohead. And Psycho Head. Okay. Brother Clowns. They're just clowns, man. With chainsaws. Yeah. And they say some of the funniest shit. They're the most clown of the clowns. Because they're goofy. Too. And, and, but they're also wearing like, um, like rubber clown heads of yes. like their ha- the hair the, and the clown hair. Schizo head so. has the word hard cock written on his chest <laughs> with an arrow pointing down. Well, and they've also pre-recorded a audio cassette of them telling the like yes. whoever's listening. Do you know who? How many ho- of their holes they're gonna? Fuck. Do you know who they sound like? What the us? S- no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like the. I'm a fucking brown hole. They sound like the psychos from Borderlands. Okay. I'm gonna cook your fingers, and then I'm gonna eat your eyeballs, and then I right. Yeah. It's like it's the same thing. Yeah. But they're funny because they say we're gonna fuck you, and then you'll know you got fucked by the best. Yeah. And then they just walk away. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that is, there's two moments in this film: this one, and then Doomhead later, who's just like. Hey, welcome, welcome to Thirty One. I'm Doomhead, and I'm gonna let you go right now. <laughs> they just literally like they're like so intense with their chainsaws, and they're like, "All right, we gotta go set up." <laughs> so yeah. they just like walk away. <laughs> we'll see you later. Win the fuck trap. Yeah. So Roscoe and Meg Foster go into this uh, circus tent. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rasta Man and um. And Charlie, Sherry Moon Zombie. Well, they're kind of all in there at first. Yes, they're all in it together, but they split up. They they once they discover what this is, so they're in this tent. Well, they don't all get trapped in there together, right? I know, but they all are in there together when they discover it. Yes. So here is another psychological moment for you. And this is this is the one that this changed is the me. hardest one. This right. is scary. So on the ground is what looks like a sex doll, and it's making noise. But it looks okay. So it's like. It's like you took a sex doll and you deflated it and, and then, put and a then bag you over skinned it. it. Yes. Right? And, and it then, has a blanket over and it. And then you put that sex doll actually onto a human being. Yes. Right? So there's weird noises coming and Roscoe says, it's coming from that fuck doll. Right? Right. They pull the bag off of it and – oh. They, we... they skin the ba- like the, the inflatable off of her basically. Yes. So forgot to mention in the scene where they're eating – Meg Foster just drops this weird fucking line again. The terrible writing sometimes in this movie is she goes, 
Did you guys hear about that family of five with that church bus that disappeared last year around this time? Yeah, it was weird. Oh, yeah, that's us, huh? Okay, keep going. Yeah, they literally do go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's us. Yeah. We can't be like, they go like something like, we. that can't be us. That can't be like us. Yeah, they found him in a dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like talk over each other. It's really weird acting. And then it's like, all right, anyway. So this is. Anyway, this is some good panda. <laughs> <laughs> they un- I thought it was illegal in China. <laughs> <laughs> they unveil who's under the thing. And do you know who it actually is mm-hmm. in terms of the film? Uh, what they find? Is it the wife? It's the daughter. Or the daughter. It's the daughter that one they kept. One of the daughters. Yes. Okay. It's the daughter that they kept. Well, that's I, I couldn't figure out if it's the wife or one of the children. So underneath... Because it was it was a, it was a younger girl. Yeah, it's yeah. the daughter. So underneath it is the daughter that was mentioned earlier of the church people. And she's just like, please just get me the fuck out of here. And they're like, oh my god. And they're like, get her up. And Roscoe's like, don't fucking touch her. Right, she's because, with these people. Yeah, she, maybe she's a head. Maybe yeah. she's a... She's trying to trick us. And Meg Foster's like, no, she's not. Look at her. And she's like, please help me. And he's like, no, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. He's like... But it's, like, it's obvious. Okay, so what would you do here? Well, so then they say... Because to me, I go, she's obviously a plant, a trap. Yeah. I wouldn't is, say that well, she's... That's what he's saying is she, there's something wrong here. She says, Let, just help me get her up. But he's screaming, being like, she's going to kill us. She's one of them. Yeah. So then he finds out that she's tied down with wires that are, like, cutting into her skin. So it's obviously she's not one of them. So he's like... Unless she's super fucking crazy. Yeah. So which it, is also a possibility. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. So he says, don't fucking touch her. And she's like, help me untie these wires. Now yeah. stop. Go ahead and vote again in your head if you're listening. Uh-huh. What would you do? Because you know what? I'm a bleeding heart. I'm going to fucking help her. Yeah. I can't. I just can't walk away from that. And no, she, she's going to scream all the way down the hallway when you walk away. She's screaming away. already. That's they know be, where I I'm am. I'm going to be guilty. So. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. So. Spaceball stock. If you remember. All right, you got your little thing in your head? Uh-huh. Meg Foster pulls on the cables to try and do it, mm-hmm. and it releases steel cages around the doorways of this tent. Yep. To which Roscoe says, I fucking told you. Right. Now, meanwhile, what we did, men- we did mention is that uh, two of them uh, at this Rasta point- Man and Charlie. Right. Uh, left the tent to go try to figure out, uh, because they started hearing chainsaws. Chainsaws started revving up before the tent dropped. Yep. Yeah, right. So they wanted and to that's see what where... he was just like, I fucking knew it, this bitch, this fucking bitch. He's so, and it's like, dude, can't you clearly see you? It was just a trap. She has nothing to do with it. Right. Like, damn, he's mad she as fuck. She fucked us. But you know what, though? He's not. This guy went panic, from, man. Like, that's true panic. The guy went from, in the starting, me being like, God, I fucking hate this guy to like, holy shit, this is a real reaction. That's of just real, like, man. We're going to fucking die now. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, Char- because because they've already met their their new killers yeah. too, so you're just like, how the fuck were we gonna deal with chainsaws in the first place? Yeah, regular sized chainsaw people. Yeah, not trapped. Yeah, so Charlie and Rostaman actually end up coming head face to face with Psycho Head. Yeah, and they fight him. And this is one thing that's weird is their fight with him is the same exact fight that's happening. With schizo Identical. Head. Identical. They're literally defending themselves with almost the same thing. So here's what's interesting is that um, uh, I, I, 
I don't know which one's which. <laughs> Schizo Head is the one that's fighting um, Roscoe no, and Megaposin. No, I Boston. know where they are, but, but, but I don't know what, which to call them. I'm, I'm just going to say uh, Hillbilly Clown. There's Hilly, Hillbilly Clown and Curly Sue. Okay? Curly Sue is the one outside the tent for me. That's that's okay. Psycho Head. Joe Dirt Clown is in the tent. Schizo Head. Right? Joe Dirt Clown, to me, is uh is just uh, uh from part two. He's just... Yes. Yeah. Chop Top? Yeah, he's just he Chop is. Top. He is. Right? So, Even sounds like him. I thought it was him. Maybe it was written for him. I don't know. But, like, either way... Like because he's doing, he's basically doing like I'm here to do the devil's work speech. Basically, yeah. you know, like yeah. when they do that speech in the beginning. Yep. Right. So he, um, they fight the same way basically. Well, what's wild is like you haven't mentioned the reveal of of Joe Dirt Clown. He was in. He was in the ground. That's right. Yeah. He was underneath the hay, hay in, the, in room. the same room that they were releasing this girl from the trap the entire time and waited for the doors to come down to then come up and be like, surprise, motherfucker! Which is like, I would have just That's been like... wild because he's just listening to them argue about is it a trap or is it not a trap and he's probably the just whole there, he's like, time. I know. Dude, I would have just walked up to him and be like, just do it. <laughs> it's just like, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they both have an identity. Uh, what did I rock bar say? <laughs> <laughs> they both have an identical fight. Yeah. To the point where it's it's so weird. It's a guy and a girl and a guy and a girl. One guy gets slashed in the stomach with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. The other guy gets slashed in the arm with a chainsaw. They both receive similar injuries to which, oh, God, you know what, though? Schizo, uh, th- these deaths are, like, my favorite <laughs> in this movie. I love I love what happens to Joe so, Joe Dirt Clown. So Psycho Head gets um his chainsaw taken from him. He has the chainsaw. Meanwhile, he gets his chainsaw taken away from him because while Psycho Head or Schizo Head is fighting Roscoe, <laughs> he drops his chainsaw. This don't make any goddamn sense. It doesn't. It's all fucked up. Well, because because like, it's cutting between two identical fights. Yeah, too. but you can't drop a chainsaw and it still runs. That's right, because it has the. You have to yeah, the room room. Yeah, it has the, the trigger. Trigger. Yes, but yes. it falls and it's still running. And have, has any anyone listening? If you've ever played um, Dead Rising, the first one, you've seen this exact same thing happen to a clown with a chainsaw, because damn, he proceeds. Meg Foster tackles him. Well, yeah, they just like they both like like dogpile him onto the chainsaw, uh-huh. and he's like, Aah! I mean, what else are you gonna do, dude? It's so. But good. I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck, we gotta get off him soon. <laughs> yeah, or it's gonna cut through us. <laughs> so he's like, ah, which distracts Psycho the, Head on the he, outside. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and he gets his chainsaw taken. He's on the ground. And he's like, please, man, please, we're just fucking pawns in this Do you this believe too. that? No. Because. Yeah, because Doomhead says he gets paid. Yeah. That's right. He's just trying to fuck with them. But also, why does he have, like, barf in his beard at this point? I don't know. <laughs> you saw that too, like, right? chunks of human from previous things. I don't know what's going on. To which Rasta man, he, he's just like, yeah, man. Basically like pretty fucked up <laughs> i'm pretty far from okay <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. cuts his head off <laughs> that's right he just chainsaws his head off so um at that point then we're introduced to sex and death right? sex head and death head right 
Um, Rasta Man. Oh, he hasn't died yet. Nope. Spoiler: He dies. These are the two most uninteresting of the bunch. Well, because like it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like okay, we saw knife guys already, and we saw chainsaw guys. Don't bring me another fucking knife person. I the, the last thing I wanted in in my, in my movie was for like fucking god damn it like a nihilist from <laughs> big lebowski to come in well i mean that's what i that's what i mean it's just like uh, oh, oh, the most unlikely 80s duo ever yay dotty and the main henchman from die hard show up yeah like what is this and he's speaking german actual german and their fight is lame i want blood yeah <laughs> so it is lame this is what happened because he's just like there, there's even a point where he comes in and he's just like, hello, come, come, I want to fuck you. Yeah. And, and it's you're like, like, wait, we already had the fucking guys. We're fucking good. Suckies. Yeah. So basically Roscoe takes off on his own to which sex head EG Daily follows him. Yes. Hey, um, also, because this is a really big deal now for a lot of people. If you're going to go and watch this movie after we're talking photosensitivity warning holy shit okay um this is the part where i just wrote i can't see anything during the stabbing but it's also the strobing is like it's intense yeah it hurt my eyes i was like god damn can this scene just end um so it's and and here's the thing though and and, you know what what maze was that Every maze from from Universal though. We Didn't had, we go in a maze that had hella like, strobe? Yeah. Oh shit! What was it? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't you. Sorry. No. It was on a day ride. Oh yeah. No. So here's here's the thing is what why I'm I'm really if you're okay with it this fight's really uninteresting and we should just it's not get through it because I'm this very is, okay with skipping it because because the thing it's the same fight as the last fight well, she we just doesn't saw. even she does not kill him because this is the thing he kills her or he doesn't kill her sherry moon zombie gets her and walks out has a hostage to the point where death death head is like no my little girl wait a they, minute though and like, they kill him but the her here's the thing here's where I'm very upset because like Fuck, you couldn't even live up to your name? I know, right? Deathhead? Like, no sex. Oh, she don't fuck him? Well, anything. Seduce him a bit. Like, like, be like Sherry Moon's been in every other thing. Right? Like, be sexy She's not, and she just crazy. Gross. Yeah. Right? Like, if you're gonna be there with the man who you were flirting with in, in the, earlier in the film, do a callback to that and be like, you still want to fuck this? Like, that kind of stuff, right? I think she does, actually. Not really. She does kind of hint back, like, remember me? You guys going to go hunting? Right. And but, I do but like there, that but, moment. But there's no, like, seduction. Your name is sex. You should literally be, like, doing perverted sex things to him in the, like, future to kill him. Right? <laughs> you should be like, ah, you want to you, you eat this? Like, put his head there. Like, if you're going to be Rob Zombie and go all out... Go all out or don't. Like, I just... I, I know, I get it. Figure it yeah. out, right? And then, like, I don't understand why you're paired up with God, somebody just named Deathhead. Because they're a couple. Yeah, but, like, why is sex and death paired together? I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, sex and death all pair together with sex. <laughs> yeah. So, death pairs together with death, I guess. So like I was saying, though, the same thing basically happens with the last fight. Sherry Moon comes down with a knife to Sexhead's throat. 
death head is Dude, like this is just the Ser- sherry moon like show yeah and he's like don't kill her please to which meg foster beats him in the back of the head yeah kills him um sex head is like no and then i do like this though she's like yeah but it meg does... foster's like hesitating here yeah because again and this is my thing of why i love this type of movie so much i love to see how far people are willing to go to survive sure and sherry moon is fucking full-on primal at this point right because basically what happens um is that sherry moon saves roscoe from the strobe stabbings yeah right and takes uh eg daily uh character Host- sex hostage. sex head hostage with a knife to her throat it and, distracts which, death head right to which He's he's already on the ground, like about to die. He has he has since with he has some sort of club with nails in it or something. Yeah, he has stabbed the Jamaican guy, and he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's he's done. Goodbye. But Meg Foster is hesitating to kill him, and she because like, she's a human being, and she's just like just fucking kill him, right? To which she does, and she's like okay, and then she's like, what do you want to do with her? This is brutal. This is sick. She cuts. Uh, I'm not even gonna say slices. She literally saws through, uh, Sex Head's throat. It's basically like, take no prisoners. Man. Yeah, she's like, there fuck is no it. prisoners. So, now that's all it left alive, Roscoe, he's in bad fucking shape. He's basically bleeding out. Yeah, but he's still good. He's okay. He's still good. Meg Foster. Right? And Cherry Moon. So then we're... <laughs> Father Murder is just like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Yeah, he's like, all right, well, we got to bring someone else I love in. that his name's Father Murder. I love it, too. <laughs> but he's like, well, what about Blank Head? He's like, no, he's too unpredictable. <laughs> he's like, what about this guy? Oh, he has a prior engagement. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> what about Cheese Head? Stuck. stuck <laughs> rooting, in... rooting for the Packers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was like, stuck in Green Bay. <laughs> in a snowstorm. What about Dickhead? I d- d- don't even need to say why I don't want him here. <laughs> so he says, "There's only one." What about Eraserhead? Too artsy. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "Well, there's only one person we should get." So cut to again. Richard breaks back, well, baby. Not, not actually cut to like inner cut. They're like oh, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about him while like you're, there's just shots of him just slamming it's, away. Okay. He's like this. It's like, well, I think there's really only. He's like, bah, 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 bah. and he's like, <laughs> only one person. I think he's like, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? I'm trying to outdo Christian Bale. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so he's like, we gotta call him. And the phone rings, and he's having sex with that chick, and she's like, don't you answer that fucking like, phone? Fucking business. Yeah, he's like, hello. <laughs> He's like, I'll only do it for twice what I got paid last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because like, they're yearly. Yeah, and he's right? like, because I wasn't planning on working. Because his – that's the thing is he, every, th- every piece of dialogue that he says, it's there's so much monologue and there's so much to process, right, that you tend to miss things which are actually – the explanation of most of this. Yes. Yeah. This is when it is explained what's happening. But okay, so here's I'm gonna say it right now, uh-huh. and I'm gonna bookmark it uh-huh. to talk about it later. Okay. This guy, the way he talks, he's a fucking professional. Oh yeah. Like this, this is, is his straight job. Up, this is like Dan Aykroyd gross point blank. So put put right? a pin in that until later when I can talk about this yeah. again. So th- he has some of the best dialogue in this scene because here he is with this woman who he said Ginger Lynn, and she's sitting there with her boobs and he goes I don't know if I want to go. 
do have a prime piece of pussy here. <laughs> he's like squeezing her boobs. And he's like, all right, I'll go. And he starts getting dressed. And she's like, really? You're going to leave me here? And he's like, he just turns on a dime. He's like, you can stick your fingers in that. St- what does he say? Like, st- I don't want to talk about it. Because like, twat. because like, you he's know what? So gross. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's that weird thing, you know, it's like the Rob Zombie thing, right? It's that Rob Zombie thing where like, you're like, that was Oh, that was so gross and disgusting and, like, a horrible thing to say to a woman, right? But it's presented in this, like, fuck yeah way. <laughs> yeah, because right? you're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, bitch. He does. Right? Now, and I hate that. The thing that he said. Because it makes him look cool and I don't want him to look cool. The thing that he says, the stick your fingers in your stank twat is disgusting. Yeah. But the next thing he says is funny as fuck. The fucking She's get like, a move on. I? No, he said, he said, she says, well, can I at least take a shower before I leave? And he says, no, take that stinking ass and hit the bricks. <laughs> See, I don't want to laugh at it. I don't want to. But you know what? But you have to. He's so well written. Yes. Because <laughs> you're like, this guy's funny as fuck. He's a bad guy. It's okay to laugh if it's because he's a bad person. Yeah. Not being like, I wish I could say that. It's yeah. just like, no, he's a bad guy. It's funny. Yeah. But that shit made me laugh so hard. It's like Dexter. See? <laughs> Take that stinking ass and hit the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we get, it cuts. Right to him there. No. Oh no. To oh it cuts to the, this cl- the clown the, scene. The, the psycho head and schizo head are alive. Yeah. And they're basically telling Meg Foster, "We're gonna fucking kill you." They're like, "Why do you think we're dead? We're fucking aliens or something?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what they say, right? Yeah. They say some weird shit, and then she wakes up. Yeah. Unnecessary scene, confusing as hell. Because well, I'm like, are they fucking aliens? Do you know why it happens? Though it is very dumb why it happens. Why? It's to show that she fell asleep and and. Uh, and time has passed. And um, Sherry Moon left on her own. Jesus Christ! That's all it is. Because she literally wakes up. She's like, "Where's Charlie?" She's like, "He went to. Go, she went to go find an exit. She told me to stay here with you." She's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. Nobody leaves on their own. So the Aquabats bring <laughs> <laughs> bring um Death Head in or yeah. Doom Head in. Yeah, yeah. And he straight up comes in and he, he... says some cool shit again. <sighs> First off, that that scene in the in the bathroom's intense. Okay, so like he he goes into the bathroom and he basically like puts white makeup cream on and then like does a dance in the mirror. <laughs> when I come out, can you call me Doomhead? <laughs> That's what you called me on the show? <laughs> yeah, sure. They they call me Doomhead. I don't call me Doomhead. <laughs> <laughs> If you passed me laying in the street, you would keep walking. <laughs> so he proceeds to say, um, like, you're under control. He's like, right? He's like, he says, you got this. You're under says, control. I'm not crazy. I'm in control. And he's like, I'm not crazy. I'm under control. I'm not crazy. I'm un-. And then he starts bashing himself in the fucking face with his right. own hand. And that's when you learn that. What he looked like in the begin beginning of the movie is because he did the same other people's blood. It's his. That's his. Like basically, his red smile. Yeah, is him bashing his own nose in until he bleeds and makes a red smile. He's such a cool fucking character. It's like that is the shining moment of this movie. Is this guy? And 
dude, he's fucking bringing it. Yeah, dude. When he dances down the stairs, it's <laughs> the best part. Boom. Hey, there he is! Hey! I've only seen that movie once and I know that dance really well. Anytime that song comes on, I do it at home. <laughs> Every we... time I see a puddle <laughs> on a stair. God, I love that movie. <laughs> so, um, so he turns to the Aquabats and he says, you guys can go home. Yeah, I got this. I got control. this under control. And he goes, murder school's now in session. It's like, <laughs> you've said really cool shit this whole time, and that wasn't one of them. <laughs> I'm trying to make up for every line that Arnold said in Running Man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> what does he say? Sub-Zero. Now Plane Zero. Plane Zero. <laughs> it's like, ugh. He's like... Murder school is now in session, and then like walks out dressed as Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing like a suit. <laughs> he's wearing like an eighteen like piece suit, eighteen eighties like Dracula. Like he looks like he just came from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a clown only only performance of Legends of the Fall. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Meg Foster tries to go and find Charlie. Mm-hmm. And she just gets caught by Doomhead. Well, like a door slams, right? That she was in, and that keeps her. Uh, that that traps her in yeah. a room where she doesn't know that he's already in it, trapped with her. Yeah, right. And mm. then proceeds as she's trying to like mess with the door, has no idea he's in there. That's when he just comes up and straight up is just like, "I'm gonna stab you once in the back, then I'm gonna turn around, and I'm gonna monologue a bit, I'm gonna stab you three more times, and that third stab." I'm gonna gut you like Jack the Ripper. God damn. He literally almost brutal. like rips, like lifts her up. And they show it yeah. close up on knife in gut. It's almost like the scene in a uh, green room where they cut that guy's stomach open with the box cutter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So she's dead. Goodbye, Meg Foster. Goodbye. Right. It's, it's, it's almost as like the movie itself was like, we gotta wrap this up. Yep. Cause it wraps up quick at this point. There's yeah. like 10 minutes left. Yeah. Um, Charlie and Roscoe get out on the roof. Because he announces, he's like, oh, by the way, the doors to the outside are open now. Which is weird, because time's not up. No, it's just, it's there's only two more hours left. Right, but... He at, did it because he likes a hunt. I think that's literally what it is. I, I agree with you, but it's one of those things where your investors are already like, fuck, dude, we hired you because, like, we're, like, four hours till, till stop, yeah. right? And you're going to let them play with two hours to go? I've got a question for you at the end of this. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so go on. So it's your show. They get out on the roof, right? And Roscoe and Charlie are running, and he said, "There's the exit, right?" Doom heads up there too, and he says, "Go, Charlie. I'm not gonna really make it much, right?" And she's like, "No," and he's like, "Well, they they run into like a dead end. They go outside, but then hit a dead end, and realize they're like, fuck, this guy set us up, kind of, yeah. right? But then see like." Uh, like a safe door to like the sewers. Yeah. So like this big like pneumatic door. Or something. So she's I like, don't know. he's like, just go. I'll hold him off. I'm dead anyway, basically. And proceeds to have a really lame, especially because like he doesn't really hold him off. No, he literally gets killed in like a second. It's like, oh, thanks for stalling him for a second. Yeah. So I, this is always so. This was confusing to me. Is Charlie goes down and then ends up back up. Right. And it's, like, daytime. Well, no, she goes down, and then, like, 
comes out and spills out into like uh basically like a like a sewer aqueduct yes. out yeah right like like the tunnel you would go in to go and see pennywise yeah you know and uh and then she's out and like if I'm gonna go and like immediately go on the property of a house that like spilled out on this aqueduct which I'm sorry unless it like was a far journey which it doesn't seem like it was no whoever owns that house owns that aqueduct which it means owns that property also why is it like midday <laughs> uh, so that they could get a really nice Texas chainsaw homage yeah cause it's just like a girl coming out and it's sunlight now and she thinks she's saved so I do like she gets in the house and she sees, we forgot to mention, there was this weird puppet thing at the gas station. Like, a, one of those, like, you put a penny in. Yeah, you, it's like a, a vent, like, a, you put a quarter in and it, do, 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 and the puppets move. And it's in the room of this Yeah, they house. stole it from Pier 39. <laughs> <laughs> and she's standing there looking at it. And I do like this scene, because he's, like, basically, like, hey. <laughs> she turns around and he, like, whacks her. Punches her in the forehead. And she falls down to the ground. She's got a giant slash on her forehead now. It's pouring down into her eyes. And she's just like laughing because she's like, just kill me. And he starts monologuing. I love it. To the point where you hear a... The purge. And they're like, weapons down. Weapons down. And he's like, fuck. And I turned to Carly at this point and I said... You sly dog! You <laughs> caught me monologuing! <laughs> because she does! He literally yeah. monologues for so long that 31 is over. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, he's hella mad, and he just leaves. I, I, like, I like it if this was the ending. And this is what I was going to say. This is what I'm touching on. So what happens in the ending is she's walking down the road, having survived, and this van pulls up. And there it is, it's him, in the van. Well, not before they straight up do, like, um, uh, an entire thing where uh, basically everybody... D-robes. D-robes? Oh, we did miss the name. Uh, you know what? I missed that in my nudity count. I'm sorry, there are two nude women in this scene. Yeah, we see it. We straight up see shots of back vagina. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lip silhouette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But they all leave. We're no real explanation of who they are, but they just basically go back to their regular ass lives, essentially. I just don't understand. Like, at this point, the movie turns into, like, a J.J. Abrams, like, murder mystery because, like, not only is it has, like, solar flares out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. throughout the entire thing, but, like, they're, like, murder mystery revealing people I never knew who were, like, yeah. a reveal to begin with. I'm like, <clears throat> Yeah, you're just normal rich people. I, I think, got it. And I think, honestly, like, They're it, like ah? any context you can really take from this film is him just being like, yeah, rich people suck. Yeah, but they just aren't shown as rich people prior. Yeah. It's, they it's, were shown in fu fucking fezzy wigs and yeah. shit. Right? They look like Fozzie Bear and Great Muppet Caper. Like, I don't have time for this. And they're essentially like, hey, see you next year. Yeah. And they leave. But yes, so then she's walking down the road. The van pulls up behind her. Dream On is playing lightly. Yeah, because it wouldn't be a Rob Zombie movie without a classic rock song to finish out the movie. Dude, you know what, though? I do like this song, and I fuck with the the Freebird ending of, of I know, but Devil's like Rejects at the hard. same time, this song, Aerosmith's Dream On, right, is an odd choice to play because like it sends a mixed message for your ending, too. Yeah. So, is this a dream? So it turns out it's Richard, it's, it's Doomhead mm -hmm. in the car. He gets out. And she clenches their fists, and they, like, run at each other, and it ends. 
They don't even run at each other. No, they just like they just stare at each and other. He smiles. Yeah, and then it's over. So here's my thing. This is bullshit, man. This is what I was gonna ask. Do you get paid even though you didn't win? Ooh. Huh. I think so. He probably they probably paid him to finish the job so she didn't turn him in. But no, see, there, see, here's the thing though, and this is again. My next question is, like I said, this guy's a professional, right? Yep. Would he have actually killed her right there at the end? Because do you know what would have been a great ending for this movie? I think it would have been the perfect ending. I think I know what you're going to say. I, I, I have mine. If he pulled up next to her and was like, need a ride? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I thought it was going to happen! Because I thought it was due! If he literally was just like, and I, hey, no hard feelings, need a ride? Yeah, I totally, and I would have been okay with either either way. If I would have she, loved it, if the I, ending. I, was I would have just... been okay with her just like rolling her eyes and then just being like re- looking around, knowing that she's in the middle of fucking nowhere, and realizing like, yeah, you won the game, like, and just get in and pull off and go away, right? Or being like, fuck you, and then just have him pull off, and then she's just driving along. I would have like, loved for it to end like. The ending is just them in the car in complete silence. Him just like driving, and her just sitting there like, and him being like, and then it just ends because that would have been a great ending if it was just like them together in the car. I got God on it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So that's thirty-one. Yeah. Um, would you recommend it for a Rob Zombie enthusiast? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, for somebody who's just looking for a good time for the night, no. <laughs> really? Like, no, no, because, like, I, I mean, if you're looking for a, a, a good time horror-wise, sure. But, like, if you're just, like, somebody who's like, I'm just going to put on this movie. Yeah, don't put on this movie. But Yeah, it'll kind of ruin your night. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but it's not a bad movie. Like, I, I, I watched it, and I thought the psychological turns were interesting. I never gave I just, those any thought. The characters were That's just... my main problem. Because and that's my problem with a lot of his movies. And 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 to go into why I chose this movie, right? I rewatched it again just recently after telling Jonathan I wanted to do it. And I was like, is it as bad as I remember? And I watched it and I was like, holy fuck, this is really bad. And then I watched Three from Hell, finally, because I bought it. And I was like, oh my god, 31 is actually not that bad. You're not supposed to compare like that, but okay. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I don't know, it just made it feel a little bit better um this movie is good now here's the thing again another one of those like com- comparative things right mm-hmm. um lords of salem the film that came out before this the first time i saw it i was like fuck what the hell did i just watch i just wasted my time i saw it in theaters i watched it again before 31 came out because i wanted to watch a bunch of his movies and I was like, oh, you know what? I think I gave this a raw deal. This is really artistic. Like, that's the whole thing is like avant garde. But the thing is that you're not the only one. Like, I'm on a lot of forums and things I know, like everyone that. Everyone is like. And they shit on most of his stuff. And I don't understand it. Is it. Is the hate from a standpoint. I mean, like, we joke around, right? But, like, genuinely, like, I can't make a fucking movie. Like, yeah. he's doing a good job. He's doing better than you, Bull, ever did. Damn. You know? But the thing that I was going to say about, about that movie is is we've been talking about it a lot, bending to the will of what people th- what you think people want. Right? Okay. I'm listening. Lords of Salem came out, and there's almost no gore in it. There's almost no gore, 
Actually, I don't even think there's any gore. There's a little bit of blood, and it's really avant-garde, and it's very story-driven, and there's well, really because they're lords. Out. They're cleaner. <laughs> and it's a very well-established characters, right? This movie is, like, the exact opposite. Okay. And I think after seeing it and being like, wow, Rob, you really kind of, like, tapped into some genius, and then we're like, fuck it, I don't, no one liked that one. <laughs> Maybe they'll like this. So, I say, I would recommend it. I agree with you. Don't just, like, pop it in. Yeah. It's kind of a doozy. And that's what I meant. But, but the people yeah. that listen to our show, I think this is right up your alley. That'd be fun. I mean, because, okay, at the end of the day, you look at this movie, and you look at a lot of his stuff, Halloween aside, right? Those are the weird outliers, to be completely honest. Right. But he thrives in a modern-day version of the same bee and cult that we all know and love and on this show. I, that's why I love him so much. Yeah. It's really, really is. Have you ever seen El Super Beast, though? No. It's animated. Yeah. It's weird, but it's, it's, it's good. Um, but yeah, he... I, I like I said I even though this is not great I still love it because he's he's making what he wants to make and like fuck me if I'm gonna talk shit about a person who wants to do that that's fair I mean look at us I know you know because I mean that that's been our whole thing where we're like well what if somebody doesn't like our jokes we're like well then fuck them you know and and honestly his next film is supposed to be a biopic about what it, about biopic. yeah he's gonna be doing a biopic because wow. he's from philly he's gonna do a biopic about the philadelphia flyers about when they first became a team because they were literally like fucked up <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 his supposedly his next film that he's working on is, is a biopic about how fucked up the philadelphia flyers were <laughs> they all come skating out to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> captain spaulding's there <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like flyers, little kid? <laughs> well, you a Penguins fan? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so uh, so I would give it Jaws scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would give it a Jaws two. It's comparable. It's entertaining. It um, it doesn't do much for character development, just like Jaws two. Uh. And it doesn't further anything along, like, we're not going to get a sequel. No. You know, uh, but at the same time, like, we didn't, we didn't get enough from this movie to, to, to warrant one either. I would like to see Doomhead show up in something else. Though. I would love a, I would love him to return to 31 as if it was still going on in 2020. I want a dark, gritty, um, <laughs> Joker-esque reboot. Just with Doomhead. A reboot. Directed by Todd Phillips. Um, no. <laughs> I would give this, yeah, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna give it a Jaws 2. Okay. Um, yeah, it's no, it's no masterpiece. Do you know what the thing about it is, though? It's, it's no Devil's Rejects, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it knows what it is. It does. And that's what I mean. It's like, he, this is a B movie. And I think that's what he set out to do. He did it well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said, fuck me if I'm gonna be like, you know, the guy. problem is that okay i think i thought this halfway through the movie too i was like i would be having more fun with this movie if there was a 70s like uh damaged film filter on this film if it was a grindhouse film yes basically. yeah it would be fun if it was a grindhouse film yeah or if the music was like anything because because here's the problem is he has built a movie that he truly feels is horror 
right? Yeah. All of his films he feels is truly horror, and they have horrifying things about them. But I think what there's this level that is between like horror and Rob Zombie in which there's this like I would rather be laughing at this and enjoying this more Tarantino style. Yeah. Then horror, right? You, you're giving us more of, um, fucking hostile. Yeah. Than, than, than the other way. And I think the other way, I'm more comfortable with your brutality. Yeah. You gotta check out Three from Hell, cause, well, it's, it's weird. (laughs) I have it on Blu-ray, so you can watch it, but like, it's, but then again, then again, I'm criticizing him for something that maybe that he wants is for you to sit there in the uncomfortability of he it He does. All. He likes that. I, I, well, and this, this movie was and is his tribute to canon. Like, he said that. This is his canon tribute. Canon films? Canon films. Oh, great. Yeah. Hell yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. It makes perfect sense then. Yeah. If you know that, then it's like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> so, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. I wanted Man. to wait till the end. Nice. Okay. So. Uh-huh. We've heard from you. Uh-huh. We've heard from me. Yep. There's a few people we haven't heard from. Yeah. Uh, first off, my favorite segment, your favorite segment. My wife has to sit through these films. <laughs> oh, this is your favorite segment. <laughs> and uh, grin and grit her teeth through a lot of them. So we theme, ask. Theme song's my favorite segment. Theme song? <laughs> yeah. The theme song. It's the best. Oh, yes. It's good. That's the best part. It's fun. I was patting Jonathan on the back right here. No, he wasn't. Um, this is what did Carly think? Yeah, this is a review from my wife Carly. <laughs> um, fuck that. <laughs> is that what... she literally was like, I fucking hate this movie. The entire time she was just bitching to me about how much she hates Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like his movies like at all. And again, the last one she just watched with me was Three from Hell. So it may be souring her opinion a little bit. Probably, probably. But you said she's never liked. She doesn't like, she, you know, honestly, this is kind of funny. She probably just doesn't like, it's a, she's not a fan of like torture kind of horror, is, is she? That and this is really kind of funny is she doesn't like how gritty and real it is. She said she's outright told me all of his stuff is too realistic and I don't like it. Yeah. Because it, because a lot of his characters, while they're not, this one, they're not super well written. Like, obviously, we watch House Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Like, those yeah, are but realistic fucking characters. Yeah, and you're watching people's, like, brains get bashed in multiple times. <laughs> it's not, like, just, like, one slice and it's no. like, yeah, killer got you. No, yeah, it's, like, fucked up. Yeah. yeah, she hated this. Yeah. Every minute of it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But <laughs> now that Carly spoke, we okay. need to talk to the most important people out there on the world. And that's the internet. Hell yeah. Here we go, buddy. This is Gimme Five. These are five and ten star reviews pulled from IMDb, Amazon, anywhere we can find them, really. It sounds like Jonathan had kind of a tough time to find these ones. Yeah, well, uh, the, 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 the newer, uh, see if, see if you go with my thought now that we both have experienced like, I remember pulling reviews for a couple in the beginning when we were it's doing rough, this. Huh? But, uh, not the rough part as much as like what I was going to say is that the newer the film is, the more everyone feels like they're like a poet and a critic. And they write so much. Right. Yeah. Which is funny because, you know, we have three hour episodes on Friday the 13th, four. So who are we to talk? But that is true. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, I'm finding the newer the film is that they're more that people think that they're avant-garde and like they're not funny and they're no. just like 
rehashing the plot. I told you it's hard. And then and sometimes like, you God find... damn it. Once again, I feel like I'm, I'm just reviewing us, but yeah. <laughs> you, you find one and it's actually like 10 paragraphs long. You're like, I'm not even going to even bother to see right. if there's something good in that. But I mean, the difference between not funny us and not funny them is like, I'm looking for them to be horrible yeah. and bad in some way. And that's hard. So, uh, Jonathan picks these. I, I, I pick them now. I have not seen them. That's how it goes typically on the show. Typically I'm choosing them if you're not familiar. And, uh. Right. This is the swap thing. Yes. Let's see what we've got. Right. First review comes to us from Richard D. Turvey, October 5th, 2019. Wow. That was very recent. Yeah. Um, titled Excellent. Rob Zombie is definitely in the top 10 directors making films. That's just a fact <laughs> oh it is <laughs> it just says he's he's in the top 10 directors making films that is correct making good making bad what just i don't know there's definitely 10 directors out there at least and he's one of them <laughs> making films yeah. and he's the top 10 directors making films 10 stars Do you, i mean one of four people found this review helpful <laughs> <laughs> our next comes from evan s amber 64078 uh, from October 7th, 2016. Um, that's so basically when it came out. When it came out, yeah. Actually, I think that was during the preview. Yes. Yeah. He may have seen this in theaters. Yeah. Uh, titled 31 Amazing. Warning. Spoilers. Rob Zombie has done it again. I have been waiting to see this film and it was worth it. The gore was the best part. The acting was great. Not sure about that one. For all of those who think the movie was bad just go watch a horror film that is a total cliche and has young actors who look like babies wearing skinny jeans and dress t-shirts with dumb slang and they can't even spell dress t-shirts dog what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) and they can't spell like the guy from the gas station earlier in the movie they can't spell slang Besides, this movie's for actual adults who appreciate good acting, gore, and beautiful people. <laughs> it's one beautiful person. Sherry Moon Zombie did amazing in this movie and looked beautiful. <laughs> there it is. Her character started off as a fun-loving woman who became a fighter. Doomhead was just crazy, and I like him the best out of the killers. I was upset about Panda, though. But hey, the show must go on. <laughs> if you are a zombie fan, watch this. It is the best horror-slash-thriller of the year. It has nothing to do with zombies. <laughs> I was <laughs> Ten stars. Three of eight people found this review helpful. Wow. I just, I just like, I, yeah, go ahead. I just love reviews where they're like, if you didn't like this, get your head out of your ass. It's like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Ooh, this one's from Amazon. Yep. Uh, these next three will be written by Brandon Fisher. Yep. Uh, July 16th, 2018. Titled it's classic Rob Zombie at reasonable pricing. <laughs> For me, it was free because I have Shudder. <laughs> if you like groovy music Rob Zombie did, or like the occult film style that Rob Zombie films have to offer, then you'll love this Lil film. <laughs> Why are you right, Lil? <laughs> I bought this, never seeing it, but knowing what Rob Zombie films have to offer, and it gave me faith I can blindly buy upcoming Rob Zombie films regardless of their title or IMD reviews because it'll always have that same groovy entertainment. This is you. Five stars. (laughs) It is me. Blindly buying that movie. I don't know why I was so dumb and didn't think in my mind, oh yeah, movie rentals have been invented because I literally was like, how else am I going to be able to watch Three from Hell if I don't buy it? But also, it showed here at the Freedom for like two weeks. I wasn't here, remember? <laughs> yeah. I was on my honeymoon. That's right. 
Jesus Christ. All right. That's right. You were like, I wonder if I should take Carly to three from hell in Hawaii. The day, the first day of our honeymoon, we would have gotten divorced. We would have annulled the wedding. Right? This one is from Dan, written June 17th, 2018. It's a damn good movie. Fast shipping, too. <laughs> This is something I've always told Jonathan about Amazon reviews. It's I know. Like always about the packaging. <laughs> I know. That's why I did it. One of the better horror flicks out there. The acting could have been a lot better, and the casting could have been a lot better as well. But oh well. <laughs> Rom zombie movies usually never disappoint regardless. It sounds like they just did. Yeah. <laughs> Shipping was quick and packaging was good enough to get by. <laughs> good enough to get by. My kids stepped on it because the... The Amazon man put it under the welcome mat. Uh, it looks like the UPS guy showed up and he was Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. And last but not least, written by Jay West, March 13th, 2018. Not, not the original Blu-ray. <laughs> Great movie. The seller gave me a weird, different-looking Blu-ray with weird-looking language on the cover, and it did not have a commentary by Rob Zombie. I was disappointed. I lost five bucks for shipping and only got five back bucks back for it. I want my five bucks back. Five stars. Yes. The problem with Amazon is that they don't let you write a separate review about the movie. About the seller yeah. versus the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, that was too good. <laughs> I want my five bucks back. But uh, the fact of the matter is that the guy got got a bootleg of it. Yes. <laughs> got it returned and then is also like, I want my five bucks back because the movie sucks too. <laughs> uh, but five stars. But still gave it five stars. God damn it. Hell yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that about does it for us here on Rob Zombies 31. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and subscribe. Share us to your friends. Share us to your dog. Share mm -hmm. us to your grandparents. Mm -hmm. Who knows? They might like it. I doubt they will. Um, also, it's not for me. It's just not for me. Um, also, uh, we, we hope to see you at our live show this Hell month, yeah. January 25th. We are showing Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 for those of you who forgot from the hour or so that has passed since the first time I said it. Yep. Um, you can find those tickets on our link tree. That is linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. You can also find t-shirts, our Instagram, our Facebook, anything like that. Add us on our Facebook. We have a page. We are, we always are commenting. We are always talking with people. Let us know what you think we should do. Let us know what you liked. You know, um, we, want to nurture the community that we already have and um we love talking with you guys it always blows our minds when people know who we are every single time every single time and um we we love you guys and thanks so much for listening hell yeah hell yeah you should just do the ending from now on i will and <laughs> thank you you're welcome i'll take it out your hands hell yeah but yeah uh, that about does it for us here at bombs away i'm yep. tyler i'm jonathan and Take that stinking ass and hit the bricks. <laughs>
This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.